What's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Trovis Music King. You're now tuning in to Verse TV, um, the homos talk show right here. And we're here in the building making it happen as we do each and every week. And I'm ready to make things move. So without further ado, I'm going to represent the Caribbean islands today with my, you know, colors on today. But we're going to keep it moving and let you know who else we have in the building. Talk to me. Who else we got in the building? It's your boy, Rocky, one of your faves. Hey, check it out. Check out. Check out from my mouth. And uh, hey. We'll be seeing you soon. Hello. That's right. That's right. You'll hear more from his mouth here today as he gives us opinions on these topics today. And it is week 110, by the way. Week 110, just so you guys know. Uh, so keep it moving. Who else we got in the building? Talk to me. Hi. I'm Trishy. I'm, I'm here from Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> um, uh, right now, I am on the west side of Cleveland near Lakewood. Uh, I'm a local handy woman that serves the greater Cleveland area and surrounding areas. Booyah, just like that, y'all. We're gonna find her. We'll tell you how to find out about her later on. And last but not least, special guest in the building. Who else we got in the building? Jazz. <laughs> Jasmine. Hey, Where you from, Jazz? Hey. Uh, Louisiana and H Town, but H Town majority. So. Louisiana H Town in the building. Thank you so much. All right, cool. So without further ado, we're going to get things moving, get right into our homos tea. So we're going to have Aaron read the question of today before we get right into it. And it is week 110, by the way. Millennials marriage. Because we're all millennials here tonight. All right. Whoop, whoop. And it's coming from Yahoo Life. Now, when interviewing Micaiah Dominguez, mental health counselor and relationship coach about marriage between baby boomers and millennial generations, between the generations, she had one plea. Millennials, stop moving in with your partner be, without committing to marriage or an agreed upon life together. Now, upon reading that, Aaron Mack briefly had a thought that deciding on a life together at move-in may be way too soon. But as a couple, if you're ready to move in together, should you also be ready to commit to an agreed upon life together? And also, some will say, living together before marriage is like what some say sex before marriage and that you should do it before making such a commitment to someone why is it important to cohabitate before marriage and why shouldn't you cohabitate before marriage and troy take it away okay so me being Mr. Lover Lover, as they call me on this show, um, I believe that it's important to get to know the person that you're going to be with. And this same time, I have cohabitated with partners who I wasn't married to. I've never married yet. I've been engaged, but not married. So I do believe it's important to get, you don't know somebody to live with. Them, so I think it's important to, maybe you don't have to live with them, but you need to be at each other's apartments, you know, at this place, her place, your place. Uh, back and forth, but I feel like you need to have some kind of cohabitating energy so that you know what it would be like living together because some people just, you know, are really different people when you live with them. Um, 
I don't think you should not cohabitate with the second part of that. I think you should. I think you should. That's my opinion, not Nurse City's opinion. But I think you should. Um, just because marriage is a big step. And if you're moving blindly with somebody and it doesn't work out, then you got to get divorced. And I don't believe in divorce. So I don't want to marry somebody. I don't know what. I don't know what it's like to live with them. And next thing you know, we don't mesh really well. I need to know everything in totality works for me before I say, get on my knee and ask you to marry me. So I feel like you should cohabitate, but some of you may feel like, you know, you shouldn't. So I'm going to keep things moving. I'm going to go right now to Rocky. Why do you think it's important to cohabitate before marriage? Um, so I really think it's important to cohabitate uh, before marriage due to the fact that um, you got to really feel like you get to know them outside for so long, but now it's like you have to really get to know how it is when you're in the place um, of you know you know together. You know you really, that's I really feel that at that point, that's when you really get to know the person because you actually are in each other's you know face twenty four seven. Marriage is a real thing. And I'm just like, sure, like, you know, I was, I was raised from a family that's been married for 49, about to be 50 years. So I do take marriage very seriously. Uh, it's not a game. So I'd rather see if I can deal with this person first before I could be like, hey, let's, you know what I mean? We can do engagement. I'm engaged. But, <laughs> but before that, you know what I mean? Let's, marriage is something that's deep. And a lot of people, want to get married and then it's like divorce is so have a high rate now that it's getting higher and higher. Right, right, Make this right. happen. So. so why shouldn't you cohabitate before marriage then? You feel like, so you feel like you should. Like is there a part of your friends like why you shouldn't? Um I don't know because I really feel like people you still have to be around people long enough to see if you want to marry them. Do you see what I'm saying? Because you're talking about bonding your life together forever. That's what marriage is, forever, through thick, through thin, through hot water, hell. But uh, I don't know. All right. I, um, I you. It's hard to say that when you feel like you're strong, you feel like you should. So I get it. Um, Chrissy, let's talk to somebody who has actually been married and know what it's like to be in a marriage. Um, why is it important to cohabitate before marriage, or, or do you think that you shouldn't? Talk to me. I think that it's important to cohabitate before marriage, even before taking that step, though. Like, uh, just just like Rocky was saying about the outside person, um, you first of all, you have to at least like that person. You know, <laughs> you have to at least like them. Um, let alone love, like, cause, you know, you can have love for someone, but you, you could just not like that person. You can't, you could not like the way they do certain things. You could not like the way they chew that you could not like the way they run or whatever they, they breathe. Or, you know, if they, some people, you know, last discussion was like, some people don't like snoring. Like they really don't like right. it. You know, right. I've had you in the past, you know, like, ah. <laughs> If I can tolerate it, it's okay. But if it's <laughs> sound like a foghorn and it keeps me awake at night, I don't think I want to play with that every night, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> farts are real in these streets. Farts right. are real in these streets. Um, but it's, important, it's important to cohabitate. You want to get to know a person's habits. You want to get to know a person's, you know, habitual behavior is the main reason why it's important, so that you can observe 
what that person likes, doesn't like, does, doesn't do, you know, like you can observe that person in up close and personal with, with no filter. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I think that we all seem to be on the same Um, So we're going to go to Jasmine on this one as well. Like, so why is it important to cohabitate before marriage or why isn't it important? Talk to me, Jasmine. Okay, cohabitate. That's living with somebody, right? Yeah, that's what we Yeah. It's important. I mean, there's different well, well, ways maybe to go about things, but of course it's mm-hmm. important too because, um, I mean, you get the, all the experiences with them. I mean, just like anything you do, you get all the experiences with them. But, you know, I mean, yeah, I I don't know what else to say. I mean, everything's centered around it pretty much, you know, and it's a good thing because you get to know them and all that. And sometimes things work out without without it, just like a lot of things in life is just different Mm -hmm. experiences with everything. And some things work out, some things don't, so. Right, depends, depends on the two people involved. Got it. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right, cool. So we're going to have uh, Aaron take it away and uh, read our second topic for almost two. Let's do it. All right. So the second topic is called Before You, I, and based on a true life experience of a hetero divorced guy with kids on the gay dating coaches shoot your shot Wednesday. I love that. I love that show. And on that show, what would you say to an openly gay man who has given up on men and wants to to dating women just for the sake of intimate partnership to marriage? dating up to marriage. And this man will be honest with the woman about the fact that he formerly dated only men. And would you encourage him to not give up on men? Why and why not? And what type of people would be a good match for this handsome fellow millennial and what types of people would not be a good match for him and why? Rocky, take it away. Um, hmm. So what would you say to an openly gay man who has given up on men? Okay. Um, I want to make sure I'm, um, Troy, what is, what, explain what pansexuality is. <laughs> oh, oh, what do I do? Um, it basically means hearts, not parts. Like, if I connect with you, I connect with you. Okay. They have to be so, he needs with with somebody. He needs, I would say as a joke, he needs somebody that, that, that loves the hearts and not the parts. That's what it sounds like to me. Like, you know what I mean? He just needs somebody who just love, love. And, you know, but he, I mean, uh, is for me, my advice for him to be is like, okay, if you want to dibble 
and dabble in the other pool, go ahead. I'm not sure if that makes you happy, but I mean, if you, I'm not, I'm never gonna want, never tell somebody to not try something and just go ahead and 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 experience something. I live in my truth. So, but if he was at a point where he was just sick of men, then I would definitely say that the right type of person that he would need is somebody who has, um, you know, that lives that that's that's pansexual, that where it's just, it, it just doesn't matter. You know what I mean? He, they can love on him and he can be comfortable or love who he wants, you know, and then it's just all around everybody be happy. Um, so I think I answered both of them at the same time. <laughs> but so that was the answer. Um, so Troy, so what would you, what would you say to a man that, you know, he, he's at the point where he giving up on men and then he decides that he wants to, Maybe try try the women pool, and you know, what was you? What kind of advice would you give him? Yeah. Why? Why not? Uh, but, uh, I would just basically um, have a sit down with the brother man, and I would just basically say, "Bruh, it, I don't think that that's the best idea for you. Mm. I'm not a I'm not for men saying they're done with men want to be the woman, or women say they're done with women men uh, men want to be with a woman. It's just to me, it's like it don't work like that. That's why we got people out here living lives they ain't supposed to be living because they're out playing these games. So mm -hmm. if, if this is what you truly want, you want to be the man, be the man. But I think that I would try to help him understand his, his worth and his value for himself, understand love for himself, because maybe he don't love himself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Some people don't love themselves enough to be able to find real love because you got to love yourself first before you love somebody else. So mm -hmm. I would try to help him understand mm -hmm. self-love, understand his worth and value, because I'm the mm -hmm. right man that he wants to be because clearly he's a gay man. So why are you gonna be with a woman knowing that you're a gay man? That doesn't make sense. Don't play games with people like that. You wanna be big, you wanna be a gay man, you like men, stick to men, but you gotta know your worth and your value and don't settle for less because you gotta know what you deserve. That's what I was talking Um, yeah. And to the last part of it, what type of person that he should be with? Um, and I'm thinking that he should be with somebody else that knows himself <laughs> because maybe if he doesn't know himself, they can help him find himself. Um, but I don't think hmm. I was going to say pansexual earlier, but I realized like that's not a gateway to just do whatever you want because I'm sick and tired of people saying that. That's not true. I'm pansexual and I love being pansexual because it helped me understand who I am. I'm not out here sleeping with every man, woman, and trans because I am. So I hate when people say that. So I don't agree with him being pansexual because if he was, then he probably would have found a woman. Your screen froze right in the middle. So it was a chunk of words that was missing. What were you saying? If you can briefly just sum what you just said. Um, no, I was basically saying that he needs to be with somebody that can uplift him and that knows themselves, who can love him for who he is and that help him uplift him because I feel like he needs to know who he is. That's why he's trying to figure this out. And somebody that can stand by his side and help him go through that. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I wasn't trying to offend you, though. I love you, bro. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's good. I want you to make sure you heard it all. No worries. Look, you no just taught me something. Just taught me something, okay? I take that as a lesson. Um, so, uh, Christine, so, um, you know, this guy, he's done with men or, you know what I mean? It could be a woman that's done with women and, you know, but, you know, they want to go on the other side because, you know, they feel like there'll be more love and more treated on the other side. Uh, so what would you give, what type of advice do you give this person? 
why or why not? And then what type of person you think be the best type of person to be with? Well, as a heterosexual woman, um, that's been my only name my whole life. <laughs> my whole life. So I really can't say uh, what a man like that should do or should want or anything. If he, if, if by all means, if he wants to explore having a relationship with a woman um, after having the experience he had his entire life, the relationship had the entire his entire life, um, by all means, do whatever you think makes you happy. You know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, no choice. I agree with you. You got to be happy with who you are. You know, that's the that's the bottom line. At the end of the day, um, no matter who you're attracted to, if you if you vibe with them and connect with them, you know, if it's more than just a physical attraction, if you guys have spiritual, um, you know, uh, uh, things that you share in common, or you know, more than more than that, more than just spiritual or political views or whatever type of views that you um you share in common in life and and you can build a life together and actually have a a a, 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 a companionship that's uh, that's valuable to the both of you according to your values and standards and, and who you are at, at the core of who you are no matter how you identify sexually um that's what you should do that's who you should be with that's just my advice you know, um, but I, I wouldn't know what to tell or, or if a man should not give up on a homosexual relationship because I personally have never been in one. So I don't I don't know if that's something I would advise for or against. You know, I just want, you know, do what makes you happy, you know, because I'm going to be happy. I'm going to do what makes me happy. <laughs> I can respect that. I can respect that, Mohammed. You know, <laughs> that's my answer. Okay, okay. So, Jasmine, I like that. That, that was deep. So, Jasmine, uh, so yeah. the, the <laughs> girl, the guy, you know, they they looking to go on the other side. I don't know. Y'all know that song, right? It's a different song, my bad. Uh, so, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, basically, yeah. So, they're going to want to go on the other side because they sick on the of the on the other side and they want to cross over to the river and do all that that oh that jazz. What kind of advice you got for them? If somebody who used to like liking a certain thing and they're switching up like that for the relationship, right? Yes. Like, uh oh, well, I mean, what advice, right? I mean, just like anything else, you just try to go and ex experiment it. Like, I mean, find out, like, you know, how to approach it the right way, you know, basically, mm -hmm. I guess, like, go to, like, some events or easy clubs where they have some people, like, that are, like, you know, the, um, what do you call it? Pan something word, you know, it, you can probably talk to people like that and then get into their relationships and all that kinds of stuff. Pansexual and then you just, you know, another regular person and I'm pretty sure you'll 
you'll find somebody because everybody does no matter what you're you're doing so that's my stance <laughs> okay 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 and so it worked out okay okay so all right so next topic everybody all right yeah. yeah but uh, before we get there I just want to say, if you guys are on live, please like, comment, subscribe, and follow us if you haven't already. And share what we got going on with 110. Uh, we're going to read, read the next topic, which is our main topic. So you guys can hear it, but you got to go to YouTube and follow us and check it out to be able to hear the full answers. So thank you guys so much for live. Well said, Troy. All right. So I will start off reading this fellow millennials profile first, and then I will get into the questions that have arise from it. So this man says, and this is just what he wrote in his profile, love God, love life, need wife. I'm 38, love to eat, love meat, got all my teeth, nice smile, nice from South, got gold in my mouth, so don't judge me or hate me. I'm country, love kids, interested in someone special, someone beautiful, someone faithful, someone that independent and with nice smile, please. I say please. And if you have hair on your lips or toes, or don't call me called a barber. Right. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, he said, don't call me called a barber. So the question, the homos, the bar, <laughs> the app, this attractive fellow millennial popped in Aaron Max POF, plenty of fish filter, because his profile actually says that he is a man looking for a man, but clearly he wants a wife. And his curt antiquated comment on women's hair reminded Aaron Mack of the question is the guy gal almost always online on dating apps the same as the guy gal almost always at the bar and what's a positive sign about someone who is almost always online on a dating app and what's the possible negative troy you got it. And you're now tuning into what? The Homos Talk Show on Verse TV. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Trovix Music. It's your boy, Rocky, one of your faves. Hey, Chrissy. I hail from Cleveland, Ohio. Jazz. <laughs> Jasmine. And it is week 110, by the way right here on Verse TV. Week 110, just so you guys know. Right here on Verse TV.